Welcome back to another episode of In Depth. My name is Luke Hardacre and I'm a surf coach at Ombi. If you're new to Ombi, we take a look at surfing from the perspective of ocean, mind, body and equipment. This week, I'm going to talk to you about flailing body limbs, being out of control and improving your technique and style. There's some really simple things. What it really comes down to is do less and feel more. Most surfers don't really understand this topic, which is why I want to go into it. But if you spend some time at the beach, you'll understand it. You'll see it. Bad style, bad technique, limbs going everywhere. So when we think about this, it can really easily be described with one image. And that's one of those inflatable tube men with their lower body and upper body completely out of sync and going in different directions. If you think of bad surfing or bad surf skating, it can sometimes look like this. You may know a mate, or this could be you, where you're surfing and you're skating is a series of wild movements. What you'll also notice with people who do this is their bodies are moving a lot. Potentially their boards moving a lot, but from the perspective of the wave or the skate ramp, they're not moving in relation to that. So they're barely going anywhere at all. Just a lot of flailing and nothing happening. So what's going on and how do we fix this? Because this is gonna negatively impact your surfing and hold you back from improving until you can start controlling those movements together. So the main issue with this flailing limbs and this episode, there is a couple examples that I'm going to give. Uh, so in the show notes, you'll see a link to the full guide for this one. And there's a gift there of someone, which I think that pretty much summarizes what this looks like. And they're not even surfing. And that's how ridiculous it looks. So how then do we fix this? And what's the main issue? And that's the main issue is there's no control. There may be an illusion of it, or there can be this perception that you are surfing well or you're moving, but the reality is you're just sending mixed signals to your board. No movement is held, controlled, or maintained. It's a wild mess. I want this week to also be kind of an extension to the previous week, two weeks ago, about surf skating and how to improve your surfing and your skating in the bowl using that and moving together as one. This goes hand in hand with that experience. And the beginner surf skater, if you also saw the Raglan Surf Report's recent video, hilarious about surf skating, I'll link that in the show notes as well. That sums this up, just wild movements and a lot happening. And there's a typical issue for beginner surf skaters. And that's the complete disconnect between the body and the board. And it can be usually seen in beginner surfers or skaters. Their upper bodies are moving all over the place, but their lower bodies are barely moving at all. They're sending no signals to their board. When you see this, it ends up looking ridiculous. And it's the typical cliche of surf skating. All this wild, uncontrolled movement, but nothing happening. Everything looks extreme body language wise, but they're just not moving or doing anything to match the movements. Being able to move with control and aligning your upper and lower body is a major foundation to more advanced surfing. Regardless of what style you're doing, 
being able to move effectively, convey that movement to your board is key. Think about this. You don't control your board with your upper body. It's not strapped to your hands, it's connected to your feet. You could be flailing your upper body, but if no signal is being sent to your board, it will not move. The goal of your surfing is to move with purpose and control, both parts of the body in sync, moving together. Until both halves of your body move together, you will hold back your surfing and surf skating. It's not going to improve and it's going to keep looking like a mess. So this next part, I'm going to talk to you all about how to create that connection with your upper and lower body. But I want to start with the basics. Understanding and moving through it. So I'm going to give you a couple of examples. And that's twisting. Simple one. Take it out of the concept of surfing. Do this on land if you want. Follow along. If you think about a twist, the movement starts with the upper body. You begin by moving the head to look where you, where you want to twist to. If you aren't looking where you want to go, you're never going to get there. It's the same for surfing, same for skating. The shoulders follow, both of them. Not one, which is a typical beginner-intermediate mistake where one shoulder moves and the other doesn't. This twist then continues down through the body, connecting to the hips, then the knees, and finally at the feet. If your twist doesn't reach your feet, how is that signal being sent to your board? If it stops at your waist, are you really twisting? When you stop at the waist, your board is barely going to respond to that movement. The signal that you're sending is weak and you'll mainly just put yourself off balance as you move, but your board doesn't. This is where most people fall off. So to understand this and link this back to the previous episode of your land-based training, try it on land. Just do a basic twist. Do these basic movements, make changes, play around with the movements, ask yourself, how did that feel? How did that transfer to my board? This is exactly what this whole topic is about, is that if you try and do a twist, just twist half with your body. Twist a lot with your upper body and then see how that feels on your feet. Then twist and try and twist through the hips and the knees and connecting it to your feet and feel the difference. Feel the pressure on your feet and ask questions. Another example for this is leaning then. And if you think of a lean, you have to lean on your toes and your ankles are supporting that lean, holding you up. You can reach your arms out in front of your body, but if you don't connect with your feet and engage that lean at the toes, then the rest of your body isn't sending a signal to your board. You can do whatever you want up top, but the lean engages from the toes. So no matter what you're doing, if it's not getting to your toes, you're not sending a lean to your board. So the next part to this, I want to break it down to your lower body and your upper body and to give you some generalizations of what these parts of your bodies do during surfing. As always, there's nuance. Everything depends on what you're doing, where you are, what you want to try to achieve, what you're riding, things like that. So nothing's ever the gold standard of always follow this. I want you to think of your lower body as the workhorse. There's a reason long waves at a point break are called leg burners and not arm burners. You don't flap your arms to move. This is the same as skating a bowl. Your legs will feel like jelly after a long run. If they don't, then you're not using your legs. If you've watched the Coach's Eye series with Clay and Ant on our YouTube channel, then you may have noticed comments about this before. 
So for this next part, what I'm about to go into, where Clay and Ant break down some professional surfers, there is a couple of videos I've linked in the full guide for this one. So if you want to follow along, or if you want to watch them, listen to this here, then come back, either or, you'll be able to look at them in a different light and understand this upper and lower body and how they're working. But I want to talk about barrel riding and the lower body. And you'll notice in these clips, like the one of Taj Burrow, where his legs are doing all the work, they're constantly adjusting as he's threading the tube. As he reads the wave, the legs then adjust to match that. And in this situation, it's a lot of work and effort. His hands aren't doing much. As Clay says, busy legs, quiet upper body. The hands, there is control, ensuring the upper body can help the lower body pick the right line and balance. The hands almost become like a steering wheel. You can see a similar thing with Mason Ho and how he controls his movements with the legs and the arms are subtle. They're not wild flailing moves, they're all controlled. So then, if you think of the upper body, I want you to think of it as control. Even maybe as a flight conductor, everything's moving with a purpose and directing the rest of the body to move in a way. Remember, there's always a lot of nuance. There are times when this may be different. And there's times when you can, if you've seen the video from me surf, surf skating two weeks ago, where I don't need to use my arms, I can use my feet. There is nuance. You can, ideally though, I want you to be connected from top to bottom. And always remember that there is differences with when you want to do something. But the upper body, as I said, it's going to initiate a lot of your movements. If you think backside bottom turns, the leading arm has to lift up to create the lift and open space for the rest of the body to get inverted and match the angle of the wave. And that allows the rest of the body to move. If your arms go down, you're telling your body to go down. So your upper body... It's all about creating space, opening up, moving freely, directing that movement and connecting it to the lower body. It's not about the power of your twists don't come from the upper body. They come from the hips. If we put this back into the typical issues of surf skating, you'll see a lot of surf skating looking really awkward, especially if you go and watch that Raglan report video. It's amazing. Hilarious and sums up how I feel about surf skating. It's because the arms are wild and the legs aren't moving properly. There's no coordination and control, but people think and feel like they're doing something. And this is what links back to what I said two weeks ago with improving your surf skating in the bowl. Learn to skate first and ride the bowl and transition and ramp before trying to do crazy cutbacks and all these different things. Just learn the foundations first. So if you think your surf skating might be like this, I'm gonna give you a fix, and that's the rein in the arms. Move with purpose. Stop exaggerating the arm movements and match the amount of movement, leaning, twisting, whatever you're doing, that your legs are doing. Then I would suggest that if you're still not moving much, you need to exaggerate the legs. What I mean by that is exaggerate the movement of the legs. Don't just suddenly push hard or do something that overpowers everything, or you create this out of sync feeling with the rest of the movement. I want you to exaggerate the movement. What you are most likely feeling is no movement at all. And by exaggerating the movement, you're using a pattern interrupter. Kind of like how I mentioned with trigger words. And the idea of this one 
is that it needs to get you to start actually moving. A lot of people surf skating don't use their legs. And this is the idea of like, you need to exaggerate that movement is how I would coach you to get you to start doing it for what should actually be your baseline. I don't want you to go out and exaggerate every movement. I just want you to go, if you're not moving enough, tell yourself to exaggerate it. And you're going to start feeling more and find the, the middle ground where you want to be at. To give you an example of this, think trying to pump in a skate pole. And if the legs are barely moving, but the arms flat wild, not much is happening. You look really slow and awkward. If the legs don't move, the arms are just flailing. So exaggerate the legs. Move them, compress them more, extend more with them, break the bad habit by actually using the legs. This exaggeration, like I said before, is meant to show you that you aren't moving and that the exaggeration is probably what you should be moving to. It's how you're going to learn to get out of that habit of not moving. So in reality, it's not an exaggeration at all. It's just learning the normal movement. So in summary, when you think of one thing, do less, feel more. This is a very short episode this week because so much of this, you need to go on a self-exploratory path. You need to review your footage of you surfing or skating you need to do things on land and feel the differences and how these movements connect with your upper and lower body. And am I moving efficiently? Am I moving effectively? Is this connecting to my board? And how does it work? How does it feel? Everything what this whole podcast is about is how did that feel? How did I move? What can I change? And then play around with that. So if your style is wild and you're surfing or your surf skating looks wild, With a lot of movement and not much happening, try the movement on land. See how that movement is connecting with your entire body and your board. If you have no feeling in your feet, then you have no signals being sent to your board. The lower body is your workhorse, especially in skating a bowl and pumping. The upper body is more subtle movements and control, opening up space and directing movement. If you want to improve your technique and style drastically, do less, feel more. Connect the two parts of your body together and move with purpose that is connected, controlled, and directed. By doing this and getting the legs to start working with the upper body, reining in the wild movements, you can start to feel more. Nothing in surfing is a sudden movement. There's no feedback for sudden wild movements. You won't go anywhere and worse, you're just gonna look terrible. Because a little added thing at the end of a summary, style is effortless movement. It's controlled, it flows. You want to improve your style? Learn to move well. Next week, there's going to be an extension to this. I kind of want to introduce these topics one by one. And I've been wanting to talk about surf skating, and this is the second part of it. But this is also heavily connected to your surfing, so I didn't want to isolate it. So it started two weeks ago with learning just to skate a bowl. And now it's connecting your upper and your lower body. So next week, I want to talk about traps that most intermediate surfers fall into, which is heavily linked to your movement. And this essence of trying too hard, not understanding how to move well, and this common trap where everyone's like, I just want to surf with more power, but they don't know how. And it really negatively affects the way that you move 
and this links to your surfing and your surf skating, they're all combined. So next week, I'm gonna be talking about three traps that most intermediate surfers fall into and how you can move better. Like I said, during this episode, there's also the full guide for this one where you'll have a whole bunch of the Kucha's Eye videos. There's a Mason Ho one and a Taj Burrow one that I talk about. So you'll have them there. Otherwise, you can also go to the YouTube channel and you can just see the Coach's Eye playlist there, or you can just search for your favorite surfer. There is a search function for the channel and see if we've done it. But if you're new to Ombi and you want to improve your surfing, you can look to the show notes or straight to our website and download the Ombi Method PDF. This is all of our best coaching wrapped up into one, thanks to our head coach, Clayton. It's a wealth of knowledge. There's tens and tens of pages there. It shows you all the foundations Things like this about connecting movement. It's really important to start becoming a more intelligent surfer, trying to understand these things so then you can start thinking about it more. And then we also have our structured training programs. We have our 12 week program. And we have a couple new things in the pipeline at the moment. Things that we're getting ready to start announcing soon. Anyways, I'll see you next week.